Okay. All right. Hello, and welcome to Boundary Issues, a relationship and dating advice podcast. It's like when you don't ask for another Star Wars tri- Star Wars trilogy, but then they give it to you anyway. I'm Jen Douglas. <laughs> I, I'm Gianna Gambardella. And I'm Lydia Gard. And we have a very special guest today. Um, as you may have noticed, uh, we have a new intro song, thanks to Emily Thies. Uh, she's a local musician, serial hobbyist, and all-around cool person. Uh, welcome, Emily. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm very honored to be here. We are so Hi. happy to have you. So um, we're going to start off the episode a little different today uh, with some questions for Emily. Yeah, I'm ready. Mm. Go. Yes. Go, Go. do it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I've been listening to your album um, on my, my commute in the car, and it's been it's been tight as hell for oh. my... my hour-long commute <laughs> well how many times do i have um, to go through it it's only five songs it's a lot it gets me i go through like twice oh. in one one, one drive. at the end of an episode we'll have like a lyric quiz where we <laughs> test your knowledge oh no Just i'm out i gotta go <laughs> i'm out i gotta My go mom, this episode is canceled <laughs> goodbye everyone we do not have our first guest anymore uh, <laughs> she left she weird. left <laughs> so weird, weird. <laughs> um so in but one song in particular that I love is um, "Daughter," and you sing about stories you'll tell your daughter one day. So can you grace us with the privilege of of being your daughters for a moment <laughs> and share one of those stories? Emily's our mom now, my sweet children. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, mom. Oh, great honor. Yeah, thanks. That's really sweet. I I really appreciate the kind words. Um, that song actually, it's um. I, I like you sent me this question ahead of time and I was like, what is the story? And I actually feel like I hope that it's a lot of different stories that I tell my daughter because mm, yeah. yes. one of the things that I think is tough and I'm sure you guys have experienced this is like people in your life will give you sort of 2020 hindsight advice about relationships. And it's mm-hmm. this very like smoothed over story where you're like, and then I like went on this great upward trajectory toward enlightenment and met the love of my life. And that's that. And so. I want to make sure that if I'm l- lucky enough to have a daughter, like she gets to hear all the bad stories and all the good stories. And it's not just like one smoothed over narrative. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of a cop out answer, but no, that's um, lovely. No, that's, <laughs> that's legit yeah. because I think we tend to, uh, th- things get lost in the wrinkles, important details. And like the, you know, things can be, helpful in that 2020 hindsight but you erase a lot of the pain i think unintentionally because that's just how brains work they just make you like forget it yeah. so that You're you don't just go like crazy. everything was great and everything's fine <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah totally i, I like I... the both oh, go ahead. oh sorry oh, yeah. yeah this is like that's gonna happen a lot by the way because we're all on like a delay a little bit yeah. to discord okay. so, we, we like, kind of <laughs> we edit out the like bad crosstalk <laughs> yeah the crosstalk we try to edit out <laughs> great yeah, yeah. That song actually also is like a real, it's one of the ones that I sing and I feel like I'm like slightly healing a tiny bit every time oh. I sing it. Oh yeah. my because God. Because it's like um, sometimes I, I've, I've at least had dating experiences that I'm like, kind of, I'm really ashamed of them. Like I feel stupid that I got mm. into that circumstance. Yeah. And oh, I'm girl. Like, <laughs> oh girl. And I'm like, <laughs> maybe it's, it's not even just like you are this like really clean story that I'm going to like speak a very um, clear truth to but more like someday this will be like a dull funny story that I can tell because my life will have progressed so far mm-hmm. that like this yeah. immediate pain is just stupid because like when you go through a breakup or when something is like really complicated it feels like 
oh my god, this is the only thing it's like that I'll ever feel. Yeah, and I'm stupid yeah. that it happened to me, and I'm like, I'm really, I, I have no clear lesson from it. It just sucks. Yeah. So. <laughs> It yeah. just, just real feels bad. real it's, bad. Yeah, it's just like, what, what the hell? I will and never like, feel good again. <laughs> yeah. So that is also like, it's kind of a selfish, that's the one that I, I play the most often just like out of habit yeah. to be like, no, this is like, this is a longer game than like what I can immediately see in front of me. Yeah. And it's so comforting to like, be like, okay, maybe I'm not this person right now, but there will be a person in the future who is okay with all of this. Yes. And like, I'll get to her. Yes. I will meet her. Yeah, because you imagine your future self like maybe telling a story to someone who knows so little and you'll be like, I'm going to know so much more then and it's going to be like a wonderful, exp- like I'm going to be a better mom. I'm going to be a better person for having gone through something that like, for example, that song specifically happened after I dated someone who was like really gaslighty and like very manipulative and like one of those people that you're like, yeah. what the fuck just yeah. happened? Like, I felt so embarrassed and then I was like wait a second no like the fact that I dated someone who was like genuinely a pile of shit after dating like it's not your fault like (laughs) it's not my fault like I got I felt like genuinely tricked after being a smart person and I was like well now I have this like I have this thing that happened to me so that if other people in my life or my child or whatever they come to me and they're like I feel like I totally got bowled over i'm like dude same like i got god like that's like really lovely to have that like with like a possible future daughter in mind like the idea of my mom telling me about like bad dating stories blows my mind because she (laughs) has never she has never talked to me about stuff like that she's always just like i went on a blind date with your father and we got married the next year and i'm like all right joanne How but nice like, for you. How nice for you, Joanne. Jo- jo- um, right. But yeah, just yeah. the idea of like being real with your kids and being like, hey, dating sucks. Sometimes people suck. And like, right. it's okay to feel that way sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. There will be surprises like negative and positive. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to, you're going to find people. Cause I, what I wouldn't want from that story is to be like, you better watch out girl. Like <laughs> there are some bad yeah. people out there. Yeah. You'll be like, listen, I actually had some experiences where like people surprised me and were like really, cause I really dated wonderful, genuine, lovely people mm-hmm. kind of before this era of writing this record. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. so once I like met a bunch of dirt bags, I was like, where are you guys coming from? <laughs> <What happened>? <laughs> where, <laughs> where have you been hiding? <laughs> it was like so surprising. So I, I wouldn't want the message to be like, all men are trash and um, you better watch out and not right. give your heart to anyone. It's like, well, you know what? It's not going to be like smooth sailing. It's not going to be clear in the middle, like if it's good yeah. or bad, da, da, da. So I don't know. I just yeah. hope that it's like, I hope that I don't become one of those people that's like, and da, da, da. I snapped my fingers and two birds flew in front of me and circled a person in the sky. <laughs> I don't know, you know. The animals led me to my one true love right. and Incredible. the rest is history. That's what he I'm looked waiting at me for. I don't know. And he knew my life story and it was, that's it. We were you know? intimately connected. Yeah. Married. yeah, it's just like a bad story that I don't want to tell anymore. Yeah. That's real. That's great. That's an awesome answer. Thank you so much. Thank I'm just saying that after every answer you give, I'm going to be like, that was great. Thank you. First guest, you're like, you responded to our you question. You responded to my question. Thank you for <laughs> like, with words. Thank you. <laughs> like thoughtful words. Thank you so much. Well. All right. Who's up next? That's me. Uh, so I, after I got home, 
Um, there were people in my house working on my doors, which is unacceptable to me. It's just <laughs> that fact that they were in my apartment. Um, so I spent, I spent like an hour in my car today just kind of on my phone and I was flipping through the Breakup Survival Guide, which uh. is this awesome crowdsourced suggestion book basically for helping yourself get over a heartbreak. And I just kind of like, I wanted to pick your brain about like where where did that idea bubble up from? Was it like a personal need from, you know, said trash fire relationships that were happening at the time? Was it like a collaborative idea that you were talking about with your friends and you were like, oh, I wish there was something that could help people with stuff like this? Um, yeah, just that. Yeah. <laughs> just those questions. I'm really bad at ending questions. I, no, here's I get 25 it. questions. Here, just go. <laughs> I end go. almost everything I say with, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yeah so yeah anyway yeah. Uh, yeah that was a question no great question um so that actually was inspired by um the breakup survive got is like this little randomizer where you get these one by one suggestions of things to do listen to think other categories mm. um during a heartbreak and it actually came from a podcast called death sex and money with anna sale it's one of my favorite podcasts i think she's like the best interviewer ever and around the time that I was, like, about to end a relationship, like a longer-term real relationship, they mm-hmm. came out with a breakups episode. And I was in the shower mm-hmm. with my, like, waterproof speaker listening to it. And I had to, like, get out and turn it off because I was like, I don't want to hear this because I knew I was going to end the relationship. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. No, can't deal with this right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it's, like, dripping all over my house. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, also, waterproof speaker. Yeah, well, nice. we can talk about that later. Love that's a really that. important <laughs> possession of mine. Mm-hmm. I, I have one of those that's just like a little suction cup you stick on. Yeah, like I need your one. And wall. It's, it's a game changer. It's a Unless game changer. you start hearing something that you're like, no, no, no. Because no. then you have to like touch your wet, your phone, yeah, like, your wet oh, hand. Like, <laughs> really strange. So <laughs> um, they actually had all their listeners submit to a Google spreadsheet um, of things that help. They called them a breakup survival kit. Uh, and they had five tabs of those categories, like things to do, listen to, da, da, da. And so months later, like I had, you know, broken up with this person. I had actually been on like other dates and kind of had a few like mini breakups, you know, like when you date mm-hmm. someone yeah. three yeah. to six times and then you're freaking devastated and you're like, why is this happening? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> yep. rebounding of sadness. Yeah. And, yep. um, I I looked at that Google sheet all the time. Like I was just obsessed with it because yeah. it had people were like commenting back at each other's suggestions and every time I opened it there were other people on it. And that just felt like really wow. beautiful and poetic to me because people would list their names as well as their suggestions and I was like, "Oh, other people have felt this way." And I liked it because you could just kind of keep reading until you saw something that was helpful to you. Yeah. Where, like, I don't know if you guys have ever gone on other, like, you know, when you're desperate and you just Google, like, please help me. Yeah. (laughs) When will I stop feeling this way? (laughs) I've I've had some some sad Google searches. Like, (laughs) yeah. Did you mean to? Yeah. (laughs) Are you in my Google account? (laughs) Why do you have my history tab open? That's weird. Yeah. So, so. I've, like, looked at those, and sometimes they're just, like, they're just not relevant to the place you're at because yeah. your healing is, like, you either need to be mad at that moment or you need to be distracted. And, like, if it's prefab, then it's going to be kind of wrong. And so I liked yeah. this sheet because you could just pick whatever. But anyway, 
um, I work at a website company. I like work and and we have some time to work on personal projects. And I was kind of looking for a personal project, and I was like, oh my god, wouldn't it be better if there's like a, a nicer way to view this? Mm-hmm. And so I just built this randomizer kind of on top of all of those suggestions, where um, we use like the Google Sheets API to like grab yeah. one suggestion yeah. at a time. And I kind of think it's like akin to like flipping through your ex's Facebook photos. Like you can just keep clicking and clicking and clicking and clicking until you get something that like that hits you. you. Need. Yeah. 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 So it was mostly just like a personal project and I needed it and I wanted it. So, <laughs> so um, you made it happen. I'm, yeah. And I there was a bunch of people kind of listed on the page too um, that helped me out because I was like not a very good uh, front end engineer and I didn't know how to hook it up to anything and I was like help all of these people who work in my office but yeah that's kind <laughs> cool. of the story and I still like people still talk to me about it I'm actually thinking about kind of picking it back up that was almost two years ago oh, wow. that I made it and I hmm. every once in a while I um, look at the Google I like put a Google Analytics on it and it's like hundreds of people look at it every month so I'm sort of like that feel honored awesome. that you know it's it's really other people's suggestions it's really death sex and money but i kind of put this layer on top that um hopefully helps people pretty. find those things yeah, yeah i guess makes so it pretty yeah. makes it accessible yeah. yeah and it kind of scratches that itch like you said of like wanting to like flip through content and like doing it in like a way that's helpful mm-hmm. rather than harmful yeah, totally. totally i dig it it felt on the mobile thing almost like a reverse dating app also because yeah, you just get that. the one suggestion at a time and you can like tap or swipe through it and it's just on like Tinder. oh this is cathartic in Ooh. a good way <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i'm glad to hear that that was kind of the intent just to be able to be like i can just go because you want something when yeah. you're sad you're just like please give me something and if you don't like it you can just be like don't care i don't want to because some of them are like go out on more dates and some of them are like wait don't go out on dates and then some of them are like <laughs> No way. And, and right. And if you like, I don't, there's like all these services where you can sign up for an app or it'll send you an email every day and it'll help you heal. But it's like, I was, I was like, fuck this. This is not what I want to read today. Yeah. I don't like, I'm mad that. today. Or today whatever. I'm angry and I want other people to be angry with me. Yeah. It's right. like, why is this peaceful email showing up in my. <laughs> Forgive him. Yeah. <laughs> for pe- oh, so. God. There <laughs> That just reminds me of, um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the Twitter account, She Rates Dogs, but it's a woman, the oh. dogs are exes. Um, oh. It's just like, <laughs> a, a woman who takes, I'm sure. who takes submissions from people on Twitter that are just screenshots of converse, of like messed up conversations that their exes have initiated. Oh no. Um, oh my gosh. And one of them, she was just like, I broke up with this guy like X amount of uh, months ago and today i got this in the mail and it's like when you need to forgive someone this oh. <laughs> the healing act of grace <laughs> like no no throw the, the whole thing away act of grace or something like the subtitle was some just, like bullshit like that but it was no, just I be- like i believe yeah. it but i don't want to do that a lot yeah <laughs> like, like i don't want that it's yeah. not helpful right now <laughs> That is 100% bad. Yeah, it's 100% bad. And like that whole, but that whole thing of just like, maybe I don't want to feel right. forgiving today. I'm used, I'm mad today. I need mad. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Um, yeah. Do you have a worst date that you have ever been on? Do you have oh. the crowning achievement? <laughs> do you, did you get that achievement of worst date? Did you get the little pop up in the corner of the screen? <laughs> 
<laughs> I honestly don't have like I have funny, strange stories, mm. like just ones that, you know, you're like you're just sad the whole time, but you keep going. <laughs> like Yeah. Relatable. And you're like, <laughs> I do. why? And we're not talking, and we're just like, uh, so I actually, there, there's one that comes to mind of just like, it just wasn't, like, I had to keep going, even though I didn't want to be mm-hmm. there, which was a few years ago, I mean, four or five years ago now, I lived in, I lived in Minneapolis, and I went to, I went on a couple dates with this guy who was like six foot seven, like he was very tall. Too big. And I Too only big. dated him because, like, I met him at this weird speakeasy that I went to at, like, three in the morning in someone's house where, like, he had to put slippers on and he was the doorkeeper. Like, it was just this really oh my God. weird what? scenario. And then I met this person and he was from Indiana. So I was like, well, I just gotta go. And I'm also from Indiana. So I was like, yeah. I should go on a date with him. So it was more of like a, I was like, I literally was doing it to be like, someday I'll tell the story of going on dates with this giant person. He's <laughs> <laughs> freaking... But then, this like, orc I of a man. Think, just... yeah, it was just like to check off the box. I wasn't, I didn't particularly like find him interesting. <laughs> Perfectly nice. Yeah. Nothing yep. remarkable. So, sometimes yeah. those are the worst dates. Yeah. yeah honestly, or, or, when I, it's like, like someone, there's like nothing wrong with them. They're just like yeah, so uninteresting. They're just so tall, you. you can barely hear them. They're up in the office. <laughs> they're like so up That's high, my you nightmare, can't hear anything he's honestly. saying. That's like sometimes uh, I have trouble hearing Gianna when I'm standing next to her. Yeah, yeah like, totally. I'm very small. <laughs> well, maybe I, I can hope, hook you up with this guy. Yeah. So anyway, he invited me to his company Christmas party, which was at like um, this no. like kind of schmancy little thing. And I, How I don't know. Intimate. It was like, I know, but I kind of, I just like did. I was like, sure, whatever. Like I just kind of yeah, yeah. And it was at this like really nice little place. But then like it turned out only like 30 or 40 people worked at his company. And so we were sitting at this table and everyone was going around and they're like, and how long have you and have you guys been together? Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, well, well, and it was just so weird. And I, I get like really jokey and extroverted, especially when I'm nervous. Mm. And so I was like telling all of these jokes and I could see him like very clearly rolling his eyes at me. And I was like, oh, I'm no. ruining this. And then by the end, I just left. And literally I was like, well, good to see you. Double P sign like Richard Nixon. <laughs> And walked away and never and I was like, that's that. Like Howdy. So the, so the good thing is everyone at that party loved you. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they were like more interesting like, than him. Yeah. Like, they were like, where did you find this really cool girl? And they were probably like, You're so boring. I don't it was just like I just remember being like a quarter of the way through, like, oh my god, no. And now I'm still at this party with these people. Now I'm so here. I might as well like, make them laugh. Like yeah, Yikes. might as well. Might so, as well. Um, I I appreciate the double yes. P sign because like I am like trapped in like finger guns oh, land. God. Yeah, like no, I can't escape. I think I literally said peace, and then I was like, <laughs> get to see ya, peace. Turned around so fast because like I didn't want to touch him. I didn't want like I was just like no no no. You like threw down yeah. a smoke pellet yeah. and then yeah. just disappeared <laughs> just after disappeared. the peace. Peace. I was like, what's that over there? Like, <laughs> like the time Gianna got on the other train car from that one guy. Or, oh, oh yeah. my god. Oh. That I think about that story unbidden sometimes and my whole body like tries to just like run. Like just go. So like, funny. 
sometimes you just want to be away from someone so bad yeah. that like all social graces just disappear. Yeah. Yeah. I have never thrown a double peace sign and have never since, but it was like I was ready <laughs> in that moment. Your get out of jail free card. Yeah, in that moment. I went full Nixon in the moment. <laughs> full Nixon. <laughs> The only time you can ever go full Nixon. You can give him a full Nixon and just get the hell out. Oh, like. my goodness. <laughs> okay, I have oh. a quick follow-up question for that. Okay, okay. Have you had a best date? Yes. It's the nicest yes, I have date had you've a best been date. on. Yeah, so it's it's skewed by the fact that I am actually dating someone now who's super awesome. And so, like, of course, I'm going to talk about him yeah. because he's the best. Yeah. Um, but actually, our third, well, our second and third date were both, like, dream dates like just super fun super comfortable oh. but the third one specifically um we went to so he's at finishing his phd at mit and mit has mm. this cool like art loaning program where you can oh, go cool. pick a print to like keep all year there's like really nice prints so he asked me to come with him and we like picked out some art which oh, was super fun and then we that. like i went back to his house um for the first time it was like the middle of the day so it's super sunny like september day and his apartment was like mid-century modern and clean and i was like ding ding and then we went kayaking oh my goodness (laughs) and like it was sunny and we just talked about like what we wanted in life and i like (laughs) and then we went to state park which is like one of my favorite it was one of those like very long all-day dates where like at no moment was i like what the hell time is it like that's uh, we yeah. just, like get along so well and I was like super comfortable and he's so awesome and I have like so much respect for him and it was like I think even that day he was like I've already deleted my dating apps and I was like oh great like say like it was just so easy That's like wonderful. to be the, with like him. vulnerability yeah. and yeah. like intimacy is just like yeah. chef kiss he is the best so that's so wonderful great. Sorry, it. I'm not trying to 2020 hindsight you with like, and now everything's good. No. Right up, but you <laughs> did ask about my best date, and I have a, I have a winner. You know, yeah, that's awesome. Fair. That's so good. I love that. So good. Yeah. So this one, maybe you can answer this. Maybe, maybe it's a secret. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> but if you can, um, what's like next for you in terms of projects, and like, what are you excited about for the next like year or so? Hmm, good question. Um, I, I'm i kind of like a serial hobbyist. I think that is how I describe myself on the internet. Like I just get really obsessed with one thing at a time. Like I got really into quilting a couple years ago and then Ooh, I like do, you know, just things like that. So um, I really worked very hard on the record this year and that was like yeah. or in the past year or two and so I sort of like got that out the door and I was like well now I'm done forever with doing anything <laughs> I never do <laughs> music again <laughs> that was all of my creativity just gone yeah yeah but then it's yeah. not true like I'll get into like sure. some other hobby and so um right now I'm actually like I'm still in the discovery phase so I've like done a little quilting nice. I, I I've been writing a lot of songs so I think that's uh, possible i'm kind of joining up with some other friends to pl- just play in their bands which i love doing nice that's cool um hmm. i really want to write a, so- a a whole album of songs that i sing to my dog <gasps> because <laughs> you know I when you sing to your pet <laughs> yes yeah like sometimes i sing songs to my pet and i'm like that is fucking catchy like this yeah. should go I'm out good. on good <laughs> i would listen like- <laughs> to that <laughs> so i have like i've just started because like i have this really tiny cute dog that um, 
is like my companion. You know, I've had her yeah. for years, like through all these dating scenarios. I think she's here. Let me go grab mom, grab her, and you can see her. Oh, yeah. but, Dog. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll get her in a second. I but uh, I sing to her a lot just because it's like the two of us. And so I'm mm-hmm. there's that's one idea I have. Um, but I don't actually know other than that what it's going to be. I've thought about picking up the breakup survival again, like breakup survival guide doing other stuff like it's it's a rare moment for me that i'm not totally sure what's next but yeah we caught you we got you yeah i'm trying to like you know get get fit and give myself some time to breathe and do that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. it's a lot of work to you know create it really is make oh, absolutely. yeah yeah it's yeah. it's and taking space is like a project in itself yeah. like figuring out how to take space right right yeah. Totally. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Absolutely. Yay. (laughs) Thank you. I hope you find uh, whatever comes next in it's going to be great. Whatever it is, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. You don't have a choice. Sorry. (laughs) I've already actually set up Google notifications for when that dog album drops. So (laughs) (laughs) hot doggy tracks. Yeah. Doggy tracks. Those puppy beats. I think they're each going to be like 20 seconds long because that's all I end up like coming up with. So it's like, it's really good. And I feel like there's just so many stories I can tell. And some of them get, when they get stuck in my head, I'm like, okay, I have to like, for the people you know yes this is what the people want (laughs) not sure we'll see don't hold me to it if i don't put it out there but it's one (laughs) idea that i'm like simmering on i love it um so to return to dating uh and date stories for just a hot minute um (laughs) you say in you know our titular uh Oh God, theme song. I just forgot the word theme song. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> okay. um, bad dates. <laughs> in bad dates, um, you mention just all along Mass Ave. Just it's <laughs> been all up and down there. Had some dates, and whom among us has not? And I just like I think we all have a Mass Ave story. Anybody who's like <laughs> done adult dating in Boston, I'm really curious yeah. as to like what yours is <laughs> or yeah. what, what prompted that line <laughs> yeah it's funny um i sent that song to my producer and it had a different second second verse at the time i don't even remember mm-hmm. it but he was like push this a little bit more and like make it a little bit more scenic like put me in the place and so i was like well mm. and so i thought about it and you know i really used the road state street and mass ave because like one they're sort of ubiquitous ubiquitous street names like there's yeah. a mass ave in yeah. every city but right, also right. like once I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I've been on a lot of bad dates on that. <laughs> um, yeah. Because, and I actually, I don't know, um, I wrote that song while I was biking from the ICA up to where I live, um, which is in hmm. Somerville. Mm-hmm. I was just like biking, 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 and I kept passing these places, and I was like, I was on a really weird date there, and then like there, and there, and there, and there. And I just kind of started singing to myself to the um, rhythm of my biking and at the time I was singing Hmm. weird dates but weird dates is kind of harder to sing than bad (laughs) dates so I changed it once I wrote the song but I was like I've been on bad dates all over this city like to my (laughs) I love love it (laughs) so but it got so stuck in my head that I was like well I have to finish it like I have to make it a Mm -hmm. thing and so I did bike up Mass Ave um and turned out that I did like have some weird dates there and I Again, like when I was think when I think about this, like a lot of them are just kind of like they're just kind of sad. Like it's like that person sucked. Like 
<laughs> nothing like remarkable. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Like, then I, I remember. Throw you with a guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, <sighs> and then he said something really weird about. So you know, it's like yeah. it's not that interesting. Um, but then I remembered that actually my very first internet date, which was like I don't know, six years, seven years ago Ooh. by now. So I was like from <laughs> Indiana, and I moved here to work at the Globe. I had mm-hmm. never, like, I was just hmm. this, like, little baby journalism student who was, like, what will I do in my life? And got this amazing opportunity, um, came to the Globe, and um, got an OkCupid and was, like, I'm going to I want to try an internet date. Like, it was a big <laughs> deal, you know, the first one. It's, like, what? And, of course, it's one of those things that, like, you send back, like, 10 thousand messages to each other like mm-hmm. early internet dating days like yeah you talk to the person on the application like for a lot longer mm-hmm. and so this person we had chatted da, 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 and then we decided to go get a drink at mead hall in kendall square uh-huh. yep yep That's weird place i've had a lot of weird dates okay i know it's not a mass out but just wait <laughs> so um i it this guy was like coming down from he looked like somewhere else and he was hiking mountains in New Hampshire and da 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 and he was coming down and I went to Mead Hall and it was like he was running really late and I realized that I had because he was like hiking mountains or whatever I guess it takes a long time he was coming down from the he was literally a a terrible day (laughs) called me from the summit from a mountain so (laughs) (laughs) so so I realized while I was like sitting there and it's kind of a while that I was sitting there I was like oh my god I accidentally double booked my night my friend's friend had was uh, performing in a burlesque show so I'm, and this is like you know now that's kind of not that interesting to me but at the time like I was like a conservative evangelical Indiana girl who was Yo. like I'm on a burlesque show like, it's kind of a big deal I was gonna like, yeah, watch yeah. people yeah. get naked and so I was, like, kind of excited about it and felt like I was her- expanding my horizons, but then realized that, like, like as time progressed, I was going to run into this other obligation that I had. And right. so, mm-hmm. like, he was like, I'm coming down. Like, I'm so sorry. Da, da, da. And I was like, it's fine. So uh, I'm, I was thinking about going to a show tonight uh, if you want to come. And he was like, yeah, that sounds fun. So he got there and then like, because I didn't want, you know, I didn't know. And I, and I think this guy was similar. Like he was sort of more mellow as a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he so got there, we're like chatting. <laughs> and I was like, he was like, oh, so where's that show? Like, what is it? And I was like, well, it's a burlesque show. And Boobies just wondering if you wanted to go see some boobs. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so now he thinks... He thinks you're a freak. <laughs> yeah. Like, and especially, because now I'm kind of like, who cares? That's not really that big of a deal. But at the time, that was like yeah. a really big deal. And yeah. I could tell that he was uncomfortable. Yeah. But then I was like, whatever. I think, I was like, listen, I've never been before. It'll be fun. Like, it'll just be silly. Like, I have no idea what to expect. Yeah, it's my friend's and show. So, like. Yeah, exactly. So we, like, walked to Middlesex, and, like, which is on Mass Ave. I just checked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, went to the show where these people were just, like, swinging their boobs around. And he was so uncomfortable. Like, I could just – he was so uncomfortable. And I was, like – I actually – during the middle of it, I was, like, this is a great first date because you can, like, test how someone reacts to something that's, like, different. But I took this guy to a burlesque show. And then, like, I was, like, I really like talking to you. He was, like, bye. Like, he he (laughs) nixoned me. He threw a peace (laughs) sign and he was out of there. Yeah, it was uh, so that that's one of the that's one of them. I totally forgot about that until I was like trying to plot my dating stories on Mass Ave because it was so long ago. But I was like, man, I guess you're you can't hang. So yeah. he was yeah. like, they don't have boobs in the mountains. So <laughs> I know, I know, I, don't know what's happening. I know, I 
for a long time we like still followed each other on Instagram and I just wanted to reach out and be like, so what'd you think of that? Like, what was that like? What was that like for you? I, know. I had I know. fun. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, that's a, that's story. very good. Love it. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. I I like I like the the inadvertent. Uh, I was the bad day. Right. Thing. I absolutely right. was. But I was like delighted with myself that I had kind of conned yeah. him into a test. Yeah. You grifted where I was him. Like, yeah. It was like, what do you think about this new situation? <laughs> like, I love it. Okay, so our final question for you before we get back to our regularly scheduled bullshit um, is maybe the easiest, maybe the hardest one. I don't know. We'll see. What is your favorite thing that you've ever created and why? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. I think that I'm probably most proud of the two things we've talked about, the breakup Mm -hmm. survival guide and then the record casual. Um, I have done, I like played music a really long time and it's the thing that I um, also feel the most like stressed out about as far as like how it relates to me. Like it's, it's so much more personal, like it's your voice. It's like, I wrote much more autobiographically on it and that like, I always used to kind of abstract my writing to be like, no, 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 this is definitely not about me and my feelings. (laughs) And then like this record, I was like, you know what? It is like it, it, it's I really all my feelings. Am, yeah, I'm feeling really deeply right now, and like the more plainly I can say it, and that was tough. Like it still is tough to. Um, so I think I just feel proud of like that kind of that process, and like I you know feel proud of like I played a lot of more of the instruments on the record than I had on like a previous recording I did. Like I wrote, mm-hmm. I felt proud of the writing and curating it down, and yeah. worked with my really good buddy um, Josh, who I've known since college, and like. So it was cool to, like, work with someone I've known for, like, I don't know, eight years, and he's an amazing musician, and we both, like, I think had grown, and, like, the process of making it was good. I'm really proud of how it ended up, and then, like, I had a release show. Like, all the things that I kind of dreamed about and thought that I couldn't do, Um, I guess that. And then the Breakup Survival Guide is fun because it's, like, it's small, but I I do think that, like, people have reached out to me and, like, been kind about, like, the things that they found on there have been useful, which are really credit to the people who submitted the ideas, but mm-hmm. it's kind of special to be like a part of a that, part of so. it. Yeah. I feel like it's weird to end on me being like, I love all of my work and I did a good thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> not weird. I, it's not I weird think, at all. I think it's, it's perfect. Great. <laughs> and I, I, I really do think that like us creative type people tend to downplay ourselves and not talk about how proud it, uh, we are of our own internal processes because that that's a lot. Opening yourself up quite literally on an album that you're going to put in other people's ears is like is a lot and it, it's it's a, a a journal really and yeah i think that's really brave sharing that so thank you and, uh, yeah thanks. absolutely yeah, I feel like a 15 like year old like in uh open mic who's like i wrote this song about I this was really afraid of that though like yeah. like yeah. kind of the taylor swift effect too of like well she only writes about dating it's like well, no, I've written about other things, but in this record, like, I really chose to very thematically, like, write about a very, like, I called it casual. I, like, made an iMessage. I, like, hand-stitched I the cover. I love that. that is yeah, like, that's, like, like, that's my favorite my cover desk. art, by the is way. Is it really? Oh, my God. Like, I was wondering if you did here. that yourself. <gasps> oh, yes. Yes. So 
I was so tedious. Oh, but, we like, saw I was like, I, if I'm going to go on the nose, I'm going to go so on the nose that, like, no yeah. one can yeah. Yeah. understand it. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Like, even, I mean, now you know, Bad Dates um, opens up with that kind of, like, city scene where mm-hmm. I'm singing to myself. And that's, yeah. like, reminiscent of riding it on my bike. Like, yeah. riding through the city yeah. and being like, wait a second. I've been wait. on a bad date. Everywhere. <laughs> All over. All yeah. over, man. Everywhere I live. Everywhere yeah. I live. Bad dates haunt me. <laughs> truly, truly weird times in this city. Oh, absolutely. I feel like yeah. that's a lot of Boston. That's a yeah. lot of the Boston ennui. <laughs> yeah. Boston ennui. Totally, totally. Oh. Well. All right. Shall we do a few quas- a few uh, posts? Yeah. And, uh, call it a call it an evening. Let's let's get yes. Emily in on this this nonsense All that right. we do Are every you, couple weeks. Emily, I hope you're ready for this garbage. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we're done with the part where I have to talk about myself. <laughs> yeah, now you, you get did, to talk about other You did people. a it's remarkable gr- job. You did, you did so good. <laughs> Thank you, you did. everyone, we super for your moral it. support. Yes, <laughs> we super appreciate it. Okay, so this is from R. Am I the asshole? Um, which we all know. Yes, you are. <laughs> which we love. This, this is a rare, a rare case. Keep an open oh. mind. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> Um, would I be the asshole if I broke up with my girlfriend over my cat's mental health? <laughs> I've been with my girlfriend for about four years. We've lived together for three. Earlier last year, our 17-year-old cat lost her battle with cancer, RIP. I've had cats my whole life and adopted her as a senior before meeting my girlfriend. My girlfriend had never had, had cats before, but adored her and started talking about adopting immediately. About six months later in December, she found a youngish feral male who got a nasty but recoverable injury sleeping under a car hood. She fell in love and so did I. I tried to give her the benefit of my experience and told her that this isn't going to be the same as adopting an adult cat who already has a sweet personality and this kitten will require a lot of patience. She said she understood and we started to foster and then adopt him as soon as the vet gave us the go ahead. I still love him but he's highlighted every single thing that's been keeping us from getting engaged. For one, she refuses to listen to him. He growls, he hisses at her. She starts yanking him out of his carrier so often that he's afraid to go in there now. She doesn't listen to me when I try to explain what she could do to get him to warm up to her. She keeps bringing up examples of people she knows who got a cat to like them this way. I work at home and he's a completely different cat when I'm home and she isn't. He plays and sits in the window when it's just me and he runs around under the bed the second she gets home. I've suggested to her that we need to start seriously thinking about finding him another home before he gets too old and too scared. Every single time I bring it up, she accuses me of being callous and giving up on him too easily and how she never knew pets were so disposable to me. They're not, but she's not a good fit for him. So at this point, I'm beginning to think that his best shot is me breaking up with her and taking this poor cat with me. Our relationship isn't that solid, but I think it might be fixable if it wasn't for this. But he's a living being and deserves to be happy too. What do we think? Well, put the girlfriend up for adoption. (laughs) (laughs) Find the girlfriend girlfriend. to shelter. (laughs) (laughs) Drop her off in the shelter. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ! See, you fit right in. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) For once in my damn life, this guy is not the asshole. He's a hero, (laughs) and I love him. (laughs) A hero among men. He's a hero among men. Save me that cat. 
gonna say honestly though, the so cat's mad. a symbol the cat's just a symbol like it's they have problems yes. and they're like he's deciding to be like it's because of it's the cat but it's because cat. like he wants to control the way she is and she doesn't want it like it's just the cat isn't it's not about the cat <laughs> yeah 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 right totally. like it's not right. about the cat. no you're right it's a metaphor yeah. it is a symbol of bigger things yeah i mean like you can choose to focus on it but it's like if you had other problems that you encountered mm-hmm. if you like weren't able to work together on coming up with a solution it's like no thanks boo yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. yeah. back to the shelter with you yes. <laughs> he might be the asshole if he says it's because of the cat like like right. be a little reflective and think of the whole story right. i don't know or she i don't know who this person is but Uh, that's fair yeah maybe i just always get mad when people like want pets and like the idea of pets more than they like the actual pets yeah it's so bad it's really sad the pets are innocent here leave the pets out of your messy relationship yeah (laughs) seriously yeah i think that this it's i don't think that if they had a good cat it would be much different like right this person is like oh the cat is so bad and it's like bringing out all these bad things it's like no no she was already bad yeah (laughs) your girlfriend already sucked sorry yeah yeah you wouldn't necessarily be the asshole for breaking up with her but like like you said emily it would be if you said it was because of the cat because it's because of your relationship problems right yeah (laughs) it's just the cat is just highlighting that those right. issues. Right. Yeah. The cat is an agent of chaos that <laughs> in your relationship that, that knows no loyalty and yeah. is, <laughs> like, is merely a as cat. Like all cats. As all cats are. <laughs> yeah. The cat is a gift to them. It's illuminating something. Exactly. That, yes. That Beautiful beacon. A what gift. a good reframe. Love that. <laughs> True. So positive. True. I love it. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, this whole pet thing was actually like a huge point of contention in my last relationship where like I loved our dog so much, but like my partner just was not a good owner to the dog. Mm-hmm. And like if I could have, like I would have taken the dog with me. Um, but like sometimes you have to make hard calls for the well-being of a, a living creature and yeah. rehoming has to happen sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It hurts. Yep. Puppy would have would be better off in a home with structure because wasn't it like a black lab or something like that? Yeah, it was like a hundred pound black lab. Which are some friends to run around with. Yeah. Yeah. Needed lots of exercise and attention. And he was also a lab, so probably not that bright of an animal to be. Oh my god. Oh, labs are good. Labs are good. They're so good. They're very good. They're so good, but they're very good. They're, but they're no poodle. Um. <laughs> I um, I gotta get my dog now. I want to show you guys. Yeah, I want to see. Her. I want to see her. Please, pet break. Pet break. <gasps> oh my god. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I love. This is Noodle. Sorry noodle. to the podcast listeners. You can find her on Instagram, Noodle underscore pup. Noodle. Go follow her immediately. Oh my god, she's so she's tiny. A yes. Her yes, little face. Just a little friend. Oh, she's little. So I was thinking about her when you are reading the post, though, because she actually has, like, a bunch of chronic health issues. Oh. Like, I spend all my mm. money on her. I'm, like, always stressed out about it. And my current relationship, like, he's been – one, he loves her. Like, doesn't – wasn't into dogs and, like, loves her. But also has not oh. only been supportive, like, helping me think through it, but, like, challenging my thoughts and, like, soothing – like, it when the, I was like, oh, this is what I'm comparing it to. I've been lucky to have someone who, like – 
is sort of along for the ride in yeah. pet ownership yeah. rather than someone who's like, I have decided how you should do it. Because, like, I've had dogs before. He hasn't. But there's been some things that he was, like, had better judgment on because he was new to the situation. And he, yeah. like, loves playing with her. So I'm like, that's why I'm like, the cat's not the problem. Their relationship is yeah. the problem. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Yo. Yeah. Gotta be collaborative with your pet ownership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What for do you sure. think, Noodle? Noodle's up to the mic. She says she agrees with me. She says I can hear her. I think she says yes. She agrees. Yeah, yeah. That's what I heard. I don't know. Noodle says eat the rich. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Brave, (laughs) brave little noodle in a big world. Precious angel. Noodle better get a military discount. Yeah. (laughs) Sweet. She is best little dog ever, and very expensive and stressful. Yeah. Yeah, Fair. pets. <laughs> yeah, little baby. Uh, all right, all right. Where are we up G, to? Where are we deck. up to next? Ooh. So we have a a listener submission from wow. one of our sweet, kind listeners, um, who needs some advice on getting over heartbreak. So this listener writes, um, "This heartbreak, you know, wasn't unrequited per se." With one of them, I wrote a letter and gave it to them about how much I enjoy having them in my life, Um, but then they pushed me away due to their BPD, um, borderline personality disorder, and fears. They even admitted they had felt romantically about me. Another one was someone that had expressed interest. I was feeling low in confidence about it, but I finally asked, and they agreed to go out with me. Then they canceled and rescheduled and then canceled again, um, saying that I was too far away and they didn't want to hold me back. I feel like I kept getting caught up in the same cycle of people getting interested only to break my heart before we even progress, and it's developed into a serious depression and fear. I'm a little more crushed about the first one since I never really got closure, and I'm hoping one of them will stop being afraid and change their mind. So how do I I push through this? This is super real, Um, and I particularly relate to just being overwhelmed by a bad like dating cycle and mind frame it's really hard to get out of um and hard to put yourself out there when past experiences make you so anxious and cause you to like doubt yourself and others Mm -hmm. um and it's especially difficult to move on when you don't have closure i think Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it the whole pattern thing because our brains are just big wet computers um it, when you have a horrible when you have a cycle of bad relationships that pattern just gets reinforced over and over again in your brain of like something must be wrong with right. me because nothing is working out yeah um mm-hmm. but i think it's important to keep in mind as you sit with and process these feelings that waiting around for people who have already told you no isn't going to bring you any closer to finding somebody that is going to be enthusiastic and committed to even going on that first date with you because you mm-hmm. deserve that. And But they're out there. They're not back here. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and moving forward is objectively way more scary, especially because, hey, big dumb computer just kicking around up there <sighs> saying, no, if you do this, it's going to go bad. Um, but it's it is important it's to worth kind it of to push keep trying and keep it's worth it to keep there. trying yeah because the hmm. your odds only increase of finding that person the more you do it um and also closure is fake 
<laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Closure doesn't exist. I'm going to come in with that spicy to lukewarm take. Um, because, well, closure comes from you. Tepid take, perhaps? Tepid take. A tepid take. Closure comes from within. It comes when you close that book. Other people can't yeah. give you closure. It re- They really, really can't. And um, It has to come from you choosing to move forward. Lydia is speaking directly to my soul right now. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this is touching. I know. Like... I feel like this letter is from me, like, a year and a half ago I'm like did I write that and then like <laughs> yeah put it yeah. in because it is so so disheartening and also like you said like closure is not real but also I think it's really stressful to try to like try to find it because you think like oh if I just get closure and I like process this I'm going to go on to this next thing and you're like you kind of go in this little cycle of like mm-hmm. thinking about the thing that you're already trying to stop yeah. thinking about and it's like not helpful and I actually I asked a very similar advice for very similar advice and some something that someone said to me that stuck was like stop trying to treat dating like a problem to solve mm. um, a mm. lot of times people who are like like you know self-directed smart active people they're like well in the rest of my life I'm able to just like keep trying and then things right. work out and like if I just do a good job then everything will be good but like dating is not yeah. really that way and so treating it less like uh, an accomplishment to check off or like things like that it's not like a quick fix, but that framework did help me. And I I really relate to what you said, Jen, as far as like when you get in a bad cycle, you're like, is this the way it is now? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just dated so many people in a row who were like really just not interesting. They were like really um, – everyone was the sort of – I have no judgment for people who date like multiple people at once, but I wasn't in that kind of mood. And I was mm-hmm. like – wait, am I the only person trying to date monogamously here? Like, it was real. I felt really stupid. I felt like I was, like, lagging behind and not progressive. And then, like, you know, Mm -hmm. I met someone who was like, no, I just want to date you, and you're awesome. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) People like this still exist. Yeah. Like, I really – you your mindset changes when you have a couple of negative experiences. It sounds like this person is like, well – if I just change this other experience, like, it'll be okay again. And in fact, like, um, like you were saying, Lydia, you were like, it's just, it's probably in the future and completely different and something that you're not imagining. So, like, take a breath yeah. and it's not a problem you need to solve immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really relate to um, the idea of, like, like closure something you create for yourself because I know, like, I've, like, chase down oh, people same. like demanding my closure give it i deserve like, it my yeah. like i prepared yeah. a presentation I deserve and you will this. <laughs> like points a through z about why i deserve this um but like the most successful like you know closures i've i've gotten are actually just like allowing that person to just exit go. my mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. just you let know go. and allowing myself to exit their life gracefully um you know, just, like, not looking at the profiles and not, like, ruminating and just, like, like training yourself to just, like, let them go. And then, like, filling their absence with, like, other things. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like, we always talk about on here, like, like different types of love, like friend love and, you know, hobbies. And, like, like sometimes, you know, it might be too raw to, like, chase, like, new romantic love. But, like, that doesn't mean that that hole has to be left unfilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Breakup totally. survival guide, anyone? I know. It's like, <laughs> may I recommend an internet? 
website <laughs> and internet breakupsurvival.breakupsurvival.guide but i do think that like seeking out lots of different types of advice is cool like that is what the website does because i think if you if you have like one or two friends that you're asking about it they might give you really bad advice like i i had a moment like that with a friend where i was like wait a second i don't agree with you like, <laughs> like uh, yeah wait. where you have to like <laughs> sort of crowdsource your healing yeah. a little bit to be yeah. like i need to do things for myself i need to like it's not going to be linear. It's not going to be like, aha, I figured out how to like have closure or like invest in myself or yeah. do this thing. It's going to be like, just kind of like keep kicking the tires until like something hits and you're like, yeah. oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Like, was that the right this metaphor? Kicking me. the tires? I don't know. I think that's, like I, was that. gonna, that sounds, I was trying sounds to figure right. that one out. I wasn't going to say anything, but like, like kicking well, the tires. Okay, well, I like, think it sounds good. <laughs> like kicking the tires until you break your foot. Like okay, until, you, like, what until the, the tire comes tires. off. <laughs> the real metaphor is there's no end. You just kick tires. Your whole you just keep, keep kicking, kicking tires and then you die. Um, oh, boy. Well... That's great. Anyway. You keep kicking tires and then you die. Yep. <laughs> Good job, everybody. Lydia, would you mind bringing us home with some uh, some, yeah. <laughs> some, bu- some internet bullshit? Let me let me swoop in and uh, fix this real quick. Hold on. Let me let me get this tasty uh, Twitter <gasps> link up. Oh boy. All right. Delish. Oh. My boyfriend wants to name our daughter Frodo. <laughs> I fucking hate that. <laughs> This yes, comes she's so... an asshole. Yes, he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question. <laughs> um, so this um, this is a couple layers of of internet. Um, it's taken from the uh, our relationships board, um, but I I follow relationships.txt on Twitter because it's better for me uh, mentally than going on Reddit. They so. curate the bullshit for you. Yes, exactly. Yeah, they, nice. they pick the best ones, so I just usually go to them. Um, so, hi, Reddit. My BF and I have been dating for a little over two years. My boyfriend is sweet, smart, attractive, and funny. We almost never argued until recently because he wants to name our daughter Frodo after the Lord of the Rings character. When <laughs> Clarification. Talk- Here's where it comes from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not your average Frodo. <laughs> not, not just your run-of-the-mill Frodo. Your regular no, no, no. Frodo. <laughs> The bearer um, of the one ring. The, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You remember the small one with the big feet? That one. That yeah. one. Yep. The big hairy Real fuzzy. Feet. Fuzzy guy. Um, when we first found out that I was pregnant, I promised that he could name our child. I wanted him to feel important and included in the pregnancy. Why would you promise him that? <laughs> Clearly, it was a poor choice, but here we go. That said, oh, he's a great guy, and I know he will be an amazing father. That said, he started saying that if we have a son, we will name him Frodo. I thought he was joking because he didn't seem that serious. Another mistake. Well, also because it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> also because like, it's like naming your kid Sephiroth, which has happened. Um, when we found out we were having a girl, he said that he thought Frodo would still be a good name. I still thought he was joking until people started asking if we had a name yet. <laughs> My boyfriend would tell people that we were naming our daughter Frodo. Um... Eventually, I confronted my boyfriend and told him to stop, that my parents had asked if he was serious. My boyfriend got mad. He asked why I agreed to the name if I didn't want it. I tried to tell him I thought he was joking, but he got more mad. (laughs) We've been arguing almost nonstop for the past two weeks, and he is now threatening that he won't be able to bond with our daughter because her new name will always remind him of his disappointment at her not being named Frodo. Oh my (laughs) god! I don't know what to 
do. We are great together. Uh, nope. <laughs> I don't want to break up over this. We, uh, everything except for this one issue, we are, we are great together otherwise, except for this one issue. Likewise, I did promise that he could name our child. I suggested that he could choose a different name from Lord of the Rings, but he is adamant that our daughter must be named Frodo. <laughs> has to be Frodo. <laughs> I just don't want her getting teased and discriminated as because I think the name sounds silly and not even like a girl's name. Well, that part's nonsense, but <laughs> I'm not sure what to do. Any suggestions are on how to handle this? Should I let my boyfriend name our daughter Frodo? Thanks in advance. <laughs> I just cannot relate to this boyfriend. Guys, bad any. news. I want to name my daughter Frodo now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I picked this question specifically so Jen could like <laughs> Adding this like, to my list. Takes note. <laughs> my oh, baby name right. <laughs> list. I mean, oh, the God. name, like, it kind of doesn't matter what the name is. Like, it's funny and silly. But the problem is that, like, this whole dynamic of, like, it went on so long that, that <laughs> they thought this person was joking. And then they're like, wait, wait, are you? Wait, wait. <laughs> Just the and then they're like, sheer Matt. lack like, of communication. It was like, clearly, like, you are going this way and I'm going this way. And yeah. now it's like a fight instead of a conversation that you can imagine that's like, hey, I know you really like that, but I'm not sure, like, could we come up with a different thing? Like, there's so many ways to talk about that, I feel Hi, like. Hi, this is my daughter, Frodo Naruto yeah. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frodo like, Gandalf the Great Smith. Uh, yeah. Queen of Jones. the Andals, first yeah. of her name. Frodo. <laughs> Mother of dragons. Um, Harry Potter Hermione Smith. Yeah. No. That's it. That's my daughter's name. <laughs> Harry Potter. I named you after the bravest, the bravest person I, I know. Yeah. Frodo. Sonic Mario. Sonic, my daughter's Sonic, Sonic Mario. Mario. Yeah, it's like, who cares if they both like the name Frodo? Like, it'd be funny, This wouldn't be a problem. Cares. Yeah. But yeah. it was weird that this person was like, you can name the baby whatever it's you want. an ultimatum like it, it's just so ultimatum-y like yeah. now I won't be able to bond like nothing really I won't be able to love intense. our child because her name will <laughs> yeah. be Frodo that's the crazy that's shit. the bonker yeah. shit truly here like that oh god and like I and I understand too like why the branch off happened because like Jid said it's ridiculous like you you think like, you find out that, oh, you you think you assume that your child's going to be a, a girl because of the observed sex, but still Frodo is happening. But, <laughs> but <laughs> And still Frodo. And still Frodo. And yet. And yet, and <laughs> against all odds, still Frodo. Um, my other question is, like, why not another, but, like, the why not the other Lord of the Rings names? Yeah. Uh, like, like, Bregolod, the quick beam. And... <laughs> Just like that would be fun. That would be great. Or Treebeard, perhaps. Or Treebeard. This is my daughter Treebeard. This is my daughter Treebeard Frodo. (laughs) Frodo could be a middle name. Hey. I wonder if this person has said, like, hey, I really love you, but, like, this feels, like, very stressful. Like, I just really want to know the types of conversations they're having for this to become such a big thing to be, like, and now, like, we're so good together, except that we are except really fighting thing. about this crazy thing. It's like, it. Pro- they're probably both coming at it with, like, a ton of stress and defensiveness. And so, like, it's going to take somebody being like, hey, I love you so much. And, like, this feels silly. And I want mm-hmm. it to work. Because, you know, like, you got to come down a level yeah. from yes. the, like, right. 
Like, yeah, if you've been like Frodo. Yeah, if you if you've been screaming about Frodo for two weeks, I think it's time to take a step back. Two weeks is kind of long. That's a for, long like, time a to be waiting. It's a long time to be telling people that your daughter's going to be named Frodo. Oh, it was yeah, going but we on don't know how long that. it was because they've, like, they've sexed the child. So this is yeah. at least in the second trimester that he's been telling people they're going to name their kid Frodo. Like. <laughs> It just, I just, like, can't imagine the horror that would, like, erupt from me if, like, we, if I was under the impression that we had not decided on a name yet. And then yet, Brian wanted to name them the baby after, like, like a magic, a magic, the gathering. Like a magic <laughs> gathering character. <laughs> like, this is, I can't even think of one. Like, Liliana Ajani Nickel Bolas. Except that's this a kick-ass name. So oh is Liliana no. would be a bomb name. <laughs> Liliana is a bomb name. I don't know why that was the one. That's like that's the, the only name. one I know. That's <laughs> the, the most only good character name. I know. So yeah, um, I feel like but I would just be like surprised from the first person. Like it's a symbol, you know. This name is just like the it's cat. Just, it's, it's like there's got to be something yeah. else going yeah. on yeah, there. There's something there because yes. And I'm not. I don't know. Maybe it is just this like fluke argument. But I, I feel like to be like. And, you know, in every other circumstance, things are great, but we are screaming about a ridiculous name for our future child. Yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> well is it there good? are underlying like, issues here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I know. I think to sum it up is like, what is the hill you will let your relationship die True. on? Yeah. Like, is Frodo the hill that you will let your two year relationship die on? What's the is name the of cat, the mountain like, of the in Lord of the Rings? Mount Doom. Yeah, is Mount Doom the hill you will die on? Like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Incredible. Just saying, just saying. No, it's true. it's true. Yeah, you're right though. It's like you will sum up the whole of your problems into this like symbol, like a cat or a name. But it's like it's probably more than that. If you want that to be the deal breaker, go. There's right something ahead. else yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, totally. Yep. You'll get a good story out of it. Like I don't know. Like, <laughs> so go on somebody come else's on album my, someday. You come on our podcast. Yeah, you'll write an album about, about, it. about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. If you if, if your boyfriend named your daughter Frodo and you want to talk about it, come come on our podcast. Tweet at us at BoundaryCast on Twitter. <gasps> no, wait, no. We have to consider that the first generation of kids named after weeaboo and or nerd shit is grown up enough now that we can interview them. That's true. <laughs> true. If your name is, if your dad named you Frodo, write into us. Or Hermione. Or, Hermione. Did you, or Sephiroth. <laughs> or, yeah, or Sasuke. Are you white and named Sasuke? Please, please <laughs> Give tell us. Give us a call. Give us a call. <laughs> we're at, we're at BoundaryCast on Twitter. Where else can people find us? Um... They, no. uh, oh, go oh. for it. <laughs> Who's gonna go next? I always remember what the third one is, so go for it. <laughs> um, we're at BoundaryCast on Twitter. We are um, at BoundaryIssuesCast at gmail.com. That is where you send us your good stories, your good stories no. and submissions. Not your trash. Not your, not your garbage. Trash. Not your good stories. We can't work with garbage. <laughs> as much as we try. As much as we try. We try. That's what Reddit's for. Exactly. Um, And then you can find us at BoundaryCast.com where there are tasty links for you to devour. Yum, yum, yum. Crunchy, crunchy. And where can people find Emily and all of her cool ass stuff? Yes, Emily, where can people find you? Sure. Well, uh, my album is called Casual. You can find it anywhere that you listen to music. And I play my music under my last name, which is Thies, T-H-E-I-S. 
like the is. So mm-hmm. find me on there. The is. Uh, I'm also on the internet. With that, it's the underscore is for Instagram and Twitter. My dog has an Instagram, noodle underscore pop. There's just, I'm all over the internet if you just Google Emily Thies. And yeah. Awesome. We'll link a bunch of your stuff in the show notes. This has been so much fun. Oh, thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for having me on. It's really fun. Of course. It was really great. I'm so, we are so happy to have you. And uh, listeners, we hope you enjoyed this, this fun, this fun little, little, little treat. Little thing. We're we're super. (laughs) A little treat. A little treat. Um, And we will see you on the next bye week. We love you. We love you. Always. Bye. 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 Bye.